Hello and welcome, this is Puolikasten, I'm Puolivalmist and my player is Björn Leppänen. And, well, this was supposed to be some kind of uh, in-depth or at least more prepared draft-related podcast, but as for now, it's it looks like, well, the... Well, I didn't exactly have too much time to prepare because Finland was selected to be host of the World Junior Championship and I'm actually writing two articles for that. So between those and some, okay, I wrote one article already and I'm working on two, including a sim of the one exhibition game with the custom rosters that I need to make so I didn't actually have too much time to go around and figure out what should I be talking about the draft because I was going to take a look at the okay first round pick at the first Vancouver Whalers in SMJ or draft picked and go with that look at who they are but as the well it's the day hopefully this won't last for too long the site has been a bit more unstable lately or that's how it feels and well looking at the it currently I actually I have opened both draft uh, so I have the full draft results, but I don't have access to the players or the users. So you know, I can I could read who we took or who whoever everyone took, but as well, <clears throat> most likely most of my listeners are from Wales, very likely so at least somehow related to them. I'll start with the looking at the SMJ HL draft as well as I could or can at the moment. So for Vancouver Whalers our first pick was Sapotake as I mentioned and well I, oh, that's his player name, and I think the at least the user username at the Discord is Kluk, as I if I remember right, he's West Kendall Platoon GM, or maybe the well, yeah, I think it's a co. Co-GM of West Kendall Platoon, and as I understood, he is actually earlier. He used to be the GM of the well, GM of the Whalers. I'm not sure when, but as he put it himself way back. So, well, I I think looking at the when we have the player he actually was still in locker room he hasn't been talking much 
but he was still a locker room, so he didn't even need to be invited back. Or as I say locker room, I mean uh, Discord. But yeah, so Kluk, uh, so Sabotage was first pick. I'm bit sad, I would actually love to take a look at what kind of player that was, because I cannot even tell you if he is a demon or... Well, then forward. I'm pretty sure he's not goalie. But that was our first pick, first overall. And on 11th overall, uh, with the pick we traded, John 41 to Halifax, we got the pick, the, uh, we got the Halifax second round of this draft. And at the time, I think it was season 49, when John got traded to Halifax at the trade deadline. He was uh, captain at the moment and he only just got back to the Discord. But now, well, now he sees how the big he was traded to will work out and we got Nicholas Corrigan and I'm pretty sure Nicholas Corrigan was the, yeah, he's the, well, in Discord he's a Scottish eyebrow and seems to, with a short time he's been here, he is, at, at first I have to mention that He's a first-gen user, so he's a new, new user to site, so still learning the ropes, but what's very nice to see is that, well, he seems to be very interested, like he's asking the questions, he's, he wants to know things, so it's, it's always a good thing when, you know, there is uh, this, well, site is often complete you know for new players it's complicated to navigate to find the stuff you need to and know how you are supposed to claim tp or do your update thread or stuff like that so i i can easily see that being and i remember somehow so or somewhat how it felt as a new player so it's great to see that <clears throat> sorry i need to <clears throat> it's great to see that we have a new player who's active on Discord trying to and wanting to figure things out. So, and as I, well, we actually talked about the World Junior Championship and as we have Nogazo, John Popoving, the GM for Team Canada at our locker room. We actually, or oh, it's very likely that uh, Nicolas Corrigan will get the place in a World Junior Champion Champions team because the new rules that, uh, well, they kind of force that, yeah, you are, you are not allowed to play inactives if you have actives, but because the well, there were so many new season 52 players 
at the, when the World Junior Championship was supposed to start, I think it was well. It was turned into the well. It works so that if you are new rookie and you want to play, you need to actually contact the commissioner or the GM of your team. And well, for most teams, there should be room to add to add players. I even I as a GM for Team Finland, I actually picked the only Finnish player, uh, who's Olli Saarinen Junior. Uh, I he's a goalie, so and we actually didn't have a backup goalie, so I picked him. But uh, well, it's hard to say. There was quite many Canadians and some players from United States and as the rules are that people who want to play and activists that don't make their team uh, well their own roster so if you are Canadian and didn't make Team Canada you get opportunity to play for team that has least actives and for skaters that would be Finland I don't know how that will work out. Oh yeah, now I actually her site is back for a moment, so I'm well. We shall see how it will work or how it turns out. But well, so far, so Sapotake was actually defender, and that's a good thing for Wales because well, I'm a defender or defenseman, and I actually, I had opportunity to move up and I took it as I, well, I felt it will be, I will enjoy it more when I can see my player progressing. But yeah, so Sapotake or Sapotage, however you want to pronounce it, I'm not, you know, if you listen to the last one and heard how Franco's Breton is pronounced most wrong, you know you are not supposed to ask me how to pronounce things. Making maybe Kalevolari Paavo Kaspertome Visnapu, but that's like stretching it. And well, but yeah. So Sapotake is a defender and Corrigan is a right winger. And well, we well <laughs> we have room. I'd say we as a whalers have a room for any position, any you know, any actives are always welcome. So and there is well, there is quite some people. Well, many people who actually turned inactive and then there is a well I'm, I'm not sure the how full the roster is and there actually were some trades also done but you know and of course when we hopefully get to the SHL draft I can mention like 
Dario Medici that got drafted to Texas at 33 and well he's the that damn walrus he's last season's player so he's he has full season on him but he's still at below 200 TP so like we have the recreate with low TP so if you know I I'm I'm not there yet but I think it's it might actually and you know you look at the I actually think the Victor Toeman the defenseman Wales have been playing for quite some seasons at least since I have been here might be just those two seasons but still he uh, he was a he was a recreate and he got to 160 TP and that's it so you know it's taking a recreate might be safer route but maybe at some point you know when you actually go back to the bottom if you were around 500 800 or 1.5 K TP and then you get dropped to 1.1 like 155 it might be like okay fuck this is you know it's at that point you actually notice that okay it's going to take like a year to get back to the top so it's a long road that you need to stay active if you want to be on top and so it's not like stay uh, being an being an recreate is always well the way to go or you know you can oh you cannot always count on them of course i think the walrus is well he's he's at least he's visiting the site and i'd even quest he's posting some but as the site went down i'm i'm not sure how much and you know of course there are some people who just they they are not claiming to tp they might do the point tasks and trainings and they for reasons i don't know why but for reason one or the other they are not actually claiming the tp but yeah like i actually got open the last posts by posts by walrus and he has already claimed uh, 21 tp from training camp so at least at least there's that and he will improve but as we were talking nicolas corrigan yeah you can see that the it's hard for me to stay on topic because the preparations were not well done as well as they could be but well still so Nicholas Corrigan was drafted at number 11 and he shall become new John 41 or well 
some people are going to be mad. And next one we have at number 14 is Sven Uxskaft. Sven Uxskaft. He's a, I think he's a Swedish player. And he's a also defenseman. And actually, when I say I think he's Swedish, uh, as we were talking about World Junior Championships, so he most likely, or at least, we we talk with him, and his it look seems like he was interested, and most likely will contact or contacted the GM for Team Sweden, and. Well, as he's two-way defenseman, and as I said, there is actually, I think, uh, I'm not sure, yeah, Mikas Pieksa is still playing in Wela, at Wales. He hasn't been online for a month, so... He's inactive, but he's, I think he's 425 capped. At least his build suit should be there. So it's not that as bad. And then one of the top top of his class, Whalers have in defense uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic Jr. And he actually went to Winnipeg, uh, yeah, Winnipeg at four, fourth overall, this as whole draft, so, you know, getting to two more defensemen and hoping that they stay active, uh, is it's sure improvement over what we have last season as, well, I was active, and Slatan was active, but you know, I was capped, so there was no improvement on my part. And well, BX was active for most of the season, but same thing, they were capped. So actually, all way less lower end defense can see improvement with Sven and Sapo. So hopefully, that works for them. And, well, why it shouldn't? And as I, you know, I said good things about the, well, the Gorigan and just like him, the Genwald has been, well, somewhat active. And not asking as much, but still at least talk or writing talking at the discord and of course sometimes I because I live in Finland I miss some things that happen during night so you know it's it's not like okay I I haven't never talked to this so this guy or seen him talking so it's not as foolproof as I would like it seem to be but still seems like another an, well another user that's interested in the site and in the well 
how the things work as so we should be seeing some improvements there and uh, let's take last pick of the draft for whalers as it was the pick 24 austin powers austin powers fuck yeah well i say austin powers so he's a center and british center at that i have no idea if he'll be playing at the world junior championship i actually i don't think i have seen him like talking at the discord at least since you know when the rookies joined i think every one of every of them well were saying something but after that i'm not actually sure if he said anything but still well he was on the site yesterday and he accepted the contract and hopefully hopefully he'll be back tomorrow uh, today and we shall see how things roll out from there so i cannot say much about him but then again it's it's way too early to like you know tell if it was a good or bad pick so we shall see but at least it looks like well sabotage well taking a old gm it's like it shouldn't fail it you know i don't see how it could and especially when we are talking about someone who's current gm of the sol team and then the two new active uh, two new active first gen players so it looks like a, it was a good draft for vancouver and well as it's we have some like 20 minutes now down on this i might or i just jump to the S Hall draft where I'll take a look at the Texas Renegades as well it's the team I'm in and well as you know I well well I don't know but still so we at the Texas we start with the we start actually I think we drafted we drafted three players during first round then two at second round but both of them were those second round picks were used for GMs and with our third round pick we actually picked Dario Medici at 33 so first pick of the, the third round but that was the as i said he's uh, that dan walrus who's been a member of texas earlier and is currently below or okay most likely after next update he will be above 200 tp but uh, at 
the moment his player is below below so there is that so at least he won't be joining the Texas very soon if he doesn't pick it up which might happen anytime so and yeah so let's take a look at the well I might say that the, at number one Buffalo Stamped picked Nicholas Owens and at number two Texas Renegades picked Alexander Washhead Washher what okay today I'm sucking this at more more than usually but Washter it's I thought it was Watcher but well yeah he's well it's Austrian name so I'm well I ruined it already so this Austrian right winger uh, MP7 is the user and I think yeah well he's currently playing at a Carolina Kraken and I actually he's a recreate he is joined the league at around end of the 2015 so Maximilian Vasher but is there in no yeah so Maximilian Vasher or however you want to try to pronounce that was a left winger season 27 left winger so you know he quit just a few seasons ago so sounds like okay to me that sounds like he was playing for like what 23 seasons so very very long career but I don't see any other players on his his well well looking at his topics he started so there are no other players so it looks like he's on his second player and first one was 23 seasons long career or more as well most likely he played during season 26 already in SMJHL and yeah so a very long career on his first one and uh, when he finished he was above 750 TP so with all the regression in the world hitting him I'd say that's pretty impressive and uh, as I have understood, that's quite the limit where you could actually, but, uh, as 20% of the regression is a max, you could stay hover around that 600, 700, 800 earning. Yeah, well, I yeah, if you earn 160 TP and end up at 800 and then you get regressed by 20% you lose 160 and you are starting next season 
again at what 640 and you can climb up to the 800 again so you can stay there as long as you want and I have feeling that uh, something like 800 TP 600 TP even it's it's not good for SOL but it's you know it's still it can work as like fourth or third liner that's my assumption so like you know you are not actually hurting your team it's it's not like you are worst player in the league if you have 800 or 600 even 600 tp because for example well texas won't be doing very well most likely this season as but i should be playing there around 500 tp plus so but yeah alexander was there is a first pick and he's or second overall and but first of our picks and well i see it very likely that as you know he's already passed 300 tp so at least he didn't hit the roadblock at the very early stages where you know getting back on top would be harder so there was that guy and then we as uh, at the pick number six sixth overall uh, Texas actually pick from the New England Wolfpack so we picked Henrik Lundqvist Jr. and I actually wrote a short article about the, uh, <laughs> whether Henrik Lundqvist or Zlatan Ibrahimovic Jr. should be going first. And well, well, it went like I predicted that uh, Zlatan was picked at fourth and Lundqvist was picked at sixth. Okay, I write wrote first and second but still well it was i was joking but yeah both are top picks that's the one of the reasons i felt like it it would be actually a nice article to write because it's not like comparing someone at the top and then someone taken three rounds after everyone passes so yeah there we have it so we started with Alexander Washer and then we had the Hendrik Lundqvist Jr. Uh, center. And as I said, he is still one of the top of his draft class TPA wise, so he's been active. And well, for money, it well, he's he has been decent earner. If I'm looking at this right, he got all the SMJ Hall equipment, so at least he didn't get left out there. So just, you know, as it gets more expensive, more expensive, and 
freaking anime anime is his user and his first gen so that's you know i can look at the mp7 and but he has like 20 uh, 45 million at bank so that's not going to be a problem and he's uh, it's certainly you know there is no question if he now knows how to make money because well it's very clear he now knows how to make some so about Henrik Lundqvist well he's a center and well uh, yeah he was fuck I cannot actually remember what he's playing at uh, Colorado yeah Colorado currently and well should be good big I have no reasons to doubt that because uh, well he just joined uh, renegades locker room and I have to say that's it's not as well it, actually during this off season it I would even argue it might have been a bit more active than the battle during last season but even more active than the Wales locker room at least at some days and on other days it's the other way around but I kind of got used to that uh, especially during when season is ongoing uh, that the whalers locker room is very active and we have lots of stuff going on or at least lots of shit talk maybe the most people in Texas are too much for that but I don't really believe <laughs> yeah so we shall see what kind of person he is but so far it's <laughs> well I haven't I really don't have too much to say about him and then we got also at the pick number 15 we got Stan Hansen so Stan Hansen is a right winger and well he's from US right winger he's also a new well a first gen user player what whatever you want to say Luke and well he has been around for around for quite some time but looking at his bank he currently has 4 million but he hasn't done exactly lots of media but it's very you know when you are looking at the draft it might actually hurt you as some people are counting on that draft bonus like I remember when I was drafted there was some people who didn't actually they had done some small articles and I was looking at okay this guy has all the equipment like he's top of the TPE charge but he's currently at he has currently something like 300k left and draft is now and 
you know, when SHL equipment is going to be a lot more, well, it's almost double, and the price is almost twice as high, and then we have the other way around that, uh, or not the other way around, but even the training in SHL is more expensive, so taking those into consideration, we are actually looking at, you need a lot more money at SHL, and when you look at someone who is actually broke after season in SMJHL, it's, you start to wonder if, can this player actually keep it up? And by the equipment or at least all his training and then they draft they you know then the draft bonus is announced and they actually release something like five to ten thousand word article that's worth ten to twenty thousand million and that will be enough for the next season so when people are counting on that and they are just flooding the media section when the, they are flooding the media section when it's uh, draft bonus season it's well it might make looking at the just bank account do straightforward without actually talking to them but Stan Hansen yeah I cannot say I would have paid attention to him but then again it's I'm still I have been playing with the whalers for these last two seasons and it still feels like I'm a lot more involved Ill involved with them, so so so. Uh, even if the Stan Hansen has talked at the Renes chat, I haven't paid too much attention to that. But at least something positive, the site seems to be working. You know. I have actually been able to open all of these players for a while. I'm well. I most likely broke it now that I said it, and it, it's even recorded here. So it's going to be well. Everyone will know who to blame. But uh, the other picks we took. So that was the first round. So at second, Alexander Watcher. At 6th, Hendrik Lundqvist, and 15th, Stan Hansson. So, 27th, White Goodman. So, that's the goalie of the uh, Texas GoGM, Jarmir, Jay Havk. How, you know, well, I usually go by Jay Havk. That's his username in well on discord but well there was no surprises there as the well texas was well we had 
what we had we had yeah it's it's in the rules that you need to use your first second round so like earliest second round pick you have needs to be used on on the your code gms recreate and well that they did and actually just to save the pick because the first one must be used for code gm so first first pick we have during the second round will be for white goodman or was had to be used during the white goodman during this draft so before the draft uh, texas and hamilton actually traded so that the 50th pick so tampa bay barracuda's pick that was actually um, well hamilton had that they traded it to texas and hamilton got the texas pick of round two so that's the you know that's the take of the well yeah they so hamilton got the texas pick that was the 17th overall and so swapping these two picks we could actually use the our third pick so number 15 it's not like there is a huge value to be kind by moving two spots forward at well mid levels of the force but in this case yes there was huge gain because for if we didn't do that we would have, would have used the 70th pick on white goodman and then we would have 27 and 31st left so most likely we got one more active player out of this and as i said 31st was our other pick on round two we drafted carlo kekkonen so that's a Danko, that's uh well that's the gm the head gm of the texas renegades and it is well what can i say well there is not a lot of the a lot to be questioned about these two picks because well they are gms of course they go back to their teams and as gms they are active users they know what kind of players to make like especially looking at white goodman so jay hawk he's fuck i thought i would remember the name of his early goalie but still like he played for a very long time well okay as i said i killed the site so it's not loading so i cannot confirm but yeah so the uh, jayhawk had the goalie at very well he was the 
starter of the Texas that got traded to winning back this season before his retirement. He, I think he played his last season for also as a starter for Team Canada. So, and now actually, uh, White Goodman is an Italian, Italian goalie, but he transferred to Finland and. Well, Carlo Kekkonen is a uh, Finnish, I'd say it's a right winger, I'm pretty sure, but as things are so that I cannot get back to the... Well, I actually might be able to get back to no shit. So, I have closed the tab I had open for... Texas prospects, so I cannot actually check Kekkonen, but it doesn't matter. They are both like, I'd like to say they are in top 10 of the draft class TPE-wise. At least they are close to cap or at cap when season starts. Oh, I think they are actually close to cap now and should be over when season starts. That's what I think, but you know. As I cannot confirm that you have to trust me, and why wouldn't you? So, well, and as I had already mentioned, at number 33 we got Dario Medici. That's the that damn walrus. So, there is a, well, that's the last pick Texas used during this draft as then, well, 36th pick, or, okay, Calgary Dragons actually passed at number 32, so Texas has had two back-to-back -back picks, or not two, but yeah, they picked 31st and 33rd on same, at the same time as Calgary has already passed, I assume, and from the 36th of the Buffalo, it's the pass, and after that only Hamilton and Chiefs are, ac oh, actually, yeah, on round 4 there is few more picks from the teams that, like, that had traded their picks on earlier rounds. Like round three had also three picks for Renegades, but only one was used. And Minnesota's Chiefs actually drafted two players, first and second, on fourth round. And last pick, well, was number 69. Daichi Franciacek and well based on big number it was actually trade they traded with West Kendall platoon to move two spots for, down to get that 69th pick and with such a high number I would assume it's very likely it's a well I'd go. I'd, I'd quest. It's their GM. It might not be. It might be 
but someone, you know, well, if if it's a player you want or anyone wants, you are not waiting to pick them at the number sixty-nine. I don't just I just don't see that happening, and. I think that's about the draft. It should be 50 minutes above. And well, it's a bit sad that the site is down, but you know, it's actually something like I don't know how the fuck, you know, or okay. Yeah, it's, it's some, some it, it looks like it might be. Us. or I think that's the assumption people have but well yeah I don't know if there's how much there is to who you can do against that actually of course you can do something like might or I assume you could maybe ban some connections but it's not like, okay, we push this button and we cannot be DDoSed anymore. Because if you put some, and I would assume that most sites already have some kind of simple safeguards to prevent the most simple DDoSing. So, well, whatever it is, it's, well, it's making things harder. It's making the writing of the media well of course I, I actually write them currently on on my PC on the not the notepad but open officer writer because I actually want them done and I want the well I want the just in case the site goes down or I actually once fucked up and I tried to uh, fix an error I made by pressing Ctrl C and it deleted my whole about 800 word article. Well, after that I learned to use another software and even if I'm not using, I'm <laughs> something like writing writing a draft on a phone I at least save it every now and then so like save as a draft and then open it again because well I actually could salvage most of the article I have written from the RAM it was still there accessible you know you could access it in it wasn't intact it was I couldn't find all of it but I found like I think it took me about 30 minutes to get like I'd say 95% back once I and quite much of that was figuring out how and where to find it and you know first I went to Google and tried to figure out can can it even be done like you know it's a, just a form in a web where you are typing and then it's gone. So it's it's not saved on anywhere other than the RAM uh, or 
that's the assumption. So it's in temporary memory or whatever, and not easily accessible. But yeah, that's the thing about that. Uh, it's I'm actually I was it well because I have a few minutes here I could use and looking at the shit. One thing I actually wanted to say about the draft was to take a look because you know I looked at who Vancouver drafted and I looked at who. Texas drafted, but what I didn't take a look was where Vancouver players actually went. So last season's players we had, and I don't have the well, I don't have the I cannot open the Vancouver roster again because the side problems. So I'll have to look at the draft list and well I apologize for anyone I miss but first one Cooper Whaler and I would say it wasn't a surprise he was first one to be picked uh, to Winnipeg Jets at fourth overall is Slatan Ibrahimovic Jr. so as I said he's a defenseman I already mentioned him he's a defenseman he starts this season at 350 gap and if he stays down and keeps things up he'll be at 425 before next season starts should be there pretty easily so like well but yeah, he'll be their capped defenseman, and well, his last season was great. I, if I remember right, he finished sixth on rookie points, but with one more point, he would be at tied, I think, third place, and with two more points, tied second place. It was very tight group, and then there was like first first place rookie had like 33 points and second had 27 or 28 and Slatan at sixth had 26 yeah I think that like that but yeah so Slatan went to Winnipeg and then at number 10 we have two Toronto North Stars Straxi Strasimir Petrovic so he'll join Toronto and I don't know I well reading other people talk about uh, Toronto's first two draft picks I got the assumption or the you know I think that the their ninth pick, Ruslan Saborshets, is somehow related to, well, Stasimir Petrovic. So they might be 
like brothers or friends but I at least I got the feeling that they at least know each other and now they get to play Toronto to go there and actually one one cool player going to Toronto was Bobby Bob Golf. he was traded or was he claimed from where was but anyway uh, yeah so I think he was drafted to San Francisco but he was traded to Toronto so to tell tell have and actually now that I'm thinking of it I would guess you know if I remember right Jan Sasha who's center of the whalers been well been top center almost since I got here he's he will I'm pretty sure he's Toronto prospect and then or might even be moving up I haven't checked on that and let's refresh the site and see if I can oh I can access things again so I'll just confirm what I said because I can I like doing things like that yeah, Jan Shasha season 49 draft and got drafted to Toronto. So, uh, currently at 478 TP. So, looks pretty good for him. Or, like, there is talks that the there is a pipeline to from Vancouver to Hamilton, but looks like there will be at least some people at the, well, actually there is at least three people now at the, at least three people are now at Texas and same amount of people at Toronto. So, but yeah, so that was the second Vancouver whaler to be picked and well I could now I get the open so and then we have the stingray that killed Steve Irvine and he went to Hamilton at 7th uh, it was their 17th pick and I'm not yeah so He's been playing at Hamilton for at least like Donny Westbrook was Hamilton player for early, he was earlier a Hamilton player, so he's kind of back. I'm not hundred percent sure if it was like did he have another player between those but still now he's back at Hamilton and then we had then we had the okay so Steve uh, the Stingray that killed Steve Irwin Steve Irwin Steve Irvine fuck I well it's your problem not mine yeah so he was 17th pick 
and then we have 27th pick white goodman that was covered already and 33rd pick dario medici so both went to texas and well yeah that is the well draft part we are just about passing the one hour mark and i should actually start working on the smjol smjol well article so i'll thank you for listening and i'll have to mention well because just today we had this or tomorrow morning for me we had this interesting bus well okay yeah delay for season 51 and well it's it will be interesting how it will work out and if we get to move in uh, move to use the newest sim engine and you know even if this is the reason we are moving from older engine to newer one hopefully it's not like all only benefited like I hope we can get to find the right settings for sliders so that the scoring isn't out of place but after that I just hope it well at, at it, it would be better it's interesting to see how it works out so thank you for listening I'll have this out and sometime in future I might record a new one that will be number 11 and it will most likely be the SOL one and it will go to the well it will go as, as I'm now I have moved up I might start talking more about Texas things but we shall see or maybe I'll need to make a general look at the league once again if we make a changes to sim engine thank you and bye